audience of one. I truly believe that I was created first and foremost to be loved by you, God, and then to love you back. So I thank you, Lord, for engaging intimately with me as my audience of one this last week through your word, how you spoke, and Holy Spirit, how you just held me and gave me eyes and ears to see and hear you speak personally into my life. And this week is a reflection of the last week. And I have to say it was a rough period for me. And I think it's important, Lord, for me to articulate this verbally as well because that's what we went through. We went through the dark cloud of depression. And in that space, I feel like a very young part of me is just longing for you. And I don't feel strong in my spirit. I, I just uh, read the word, but a part of me is just young and in unbelief. So I'm just constantly praying for healing and help my unbelief because I know your word to be true. I have physical manifestations of stress and anxiety that happen. And uh, Lord, I, I, I turn to you and then I turn to my flesh as well. And I choose things that comfort me, which is food and TV and you know, shut down and isolate and um, just hope for it to pass and hope the next day is going to be better. And Lord, I know you're showing me that my lack of acceptance of this part of me kind of makes it even worse. But Lord, I just, I'm thankful that I am, that you have lifted that cloud off of me. It was nine days of since we had our God retreat, I think part of it was my disappointment in that not being all I had hoped for. Um, kind of triggered Israel not being all I had hoped for. And just my, my effort and my desire to reach for more and more of you in these special ways and then to find them come up lacking is is a depressing thing for me. And so, Lord, I just thank you that that's just the truth. That's the truth of what we went through. And, um, yeah, so I'm thankful that I still pushed through and I went to uh, you know, work and did my work in house of prayer when I didn't want to go all three times, but I went. Oh, Lord God, and... Um, so on one of the days when I went and sat in the prayer room for two hours, it was you telling me to take a look at the Sermon on the Mount that I had been meditating on, because that's part of our, our assignment is to meditate on that, and I've been listening to it 
you know, once or twice each day on different versions of the Bible app, and um, you had guided me to look through it there, and and what I noticed is so much of the Sermon on the Mount is all about you telling us and instructing us on how to live, and because I was in this place of worship, I felt like I wanted my eyes to be on you and not on me. And so the question that you said is to look through that sermon, Matthew 5 through 7 chapters, and and jot down the things that it says about you, God, and your character. And so I did that, and I'm going to read through it what you revealed. So in Matthew 5, verse 34 and 35, it says, Heaven is where your throne is placed. And it said, Don't swear on an oath by earth, because it's a rug under your feet. And not by Jerusalem, because it's the city of the great king. So heaven is where your throne is placed, Lord. And the earth is a rug under your feet, God. And Jerusalem is the city of you, the, our great King, Jesus. In Matthew 5, verse 45, it's said about you that you are kind to all by bringing the sunrise to warm and rainfall to refresh, whether a person does good or evil. You are kind to all by bringing the sunrise to warm and rainfall to refresh, whether a person is good or evil. Matthew 5.48 It's said about you that we are children of a perfect Father in Heaven and that we are to be perfect like you. But it says that you are a perfect Father in Heaven. Matthew 6, 1 and 6, 4 and 6, 18. Three times you said this in these verses. It said, you are a heavenly father who rewards. And you reward when we pray secretly. My father who sees all I do will reward me openly. And then it says, you are a heavenly father who rewards when I give secretly that you, my father, who sees all that I do, will reward me openly. And then the third time it says, you are a heavenly father when I fast secretly and you, my father, who sees all that I do, will reward me openly. So it was saying that you are the Heavenly Father who rewards. And when do you reward? You reward when the three things that are done. When we pray, when we give, and when we fast. But it says when we do these things in secret, that that is when you, who are our Heavenly Father, you see all that I will do in secret, and you will reward me openly love those verses. And then Matthew 6, 8 Father, you already know what I need before I ask. 
So you are a father who already knows what I need before I ask. And then the Our Father prayer, Matthew 6, 9 through 13, had a lot of things about who you are. So in verse 9, it says, Our Father, who's dwelling in the heavenly realms, may the glory of your name be the center on which our lives turn. Verse 10, manifest your kingdom realm and cause your every purpose to be fulfilled on the earth just as it is in heaven. Verse 11, we acknowledge you as our provider of all we need each day. Verse 12, forgive us the wrongs we've done as we ourselves release forgiveness to those that have wronged us. Verse 13, rescue us every time we face tribulation and set us free from evil. For you are the king who rules with power and glory forever. And verse 14 and 15, the father forgives as we forgive others. And the father withholds as we withhold forgiveness. Matthew 6, 18, fasting. Father, you, Father, in the secret place are the one watching all that I do in secret and will reward me openly. Matthew 6, 26, you, Heavenly Father, provide food for the birds and you say, I am much more valuable to you, Father. Matthew 6:30 God you have clothed the meadow and you will provide the clothes that I need. And you did do this in Israel for me, Lord, when I had no luggage for 12 days. You provided people to give me shoes and shorts and a nightgown and dresses to wear and money to buy stuff. Matthew 6:33 Righteousness proceeds from you in the realm of your kingdom, God. You are righteousness. Matthew 7:11. You are much more ready, Heavenly Father, to give wonderful gifts to those who ask. Thank you, Lord. In Matthew 7, 21-23, not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will enter heaven. It's only those who do the will of your Father. Many say, didn't we prophesy in your name and do miracles and cast out demons in your name? But you will say, depart from me, I never knew you. And Lord, I just pray that over just that conviction of um, those who think they know you, Lord God, and they do things in your name and serve in your name but they don't know you. I pray all of my children will know you, Lord. Know you. Know your love. Follow you, Jesus, in every way, shape, and form, in all that you've created for them, that their destinies will be that of fully followers of you, Jesus, that know you. Matthew 7, 28 and 29, the crowds were dazed and overwhelmed by Jesus. 
by your teaching because your words carried such great authority unlike the religious scholars and Lord the word authority is what you have been revealing to me and teaching me about and I thank you for shedding the light on that so that I can walk under your authority and live out my prayer life with the authority that you have anointed me with Lord but I also know Lord God that as I prayed through the this week with the dark nights of the soul there was an attack from the enemy saying look you know, I was using the keys of the kingdom releasing what's in heaven on earth which is freedom and wholeness and binding up the lies because they do not exist in heaven binding up what the enemy was shooting at me however I still stayed stuck in my depression I did hear your word Lord God you did hold me through it but the enemy was saying look at your prayer life you have no authority you can't even pray your way out of this mess you're in And Lord, although that may have been the truth, I also believe you were saying it was a strike against my prayer life and my authority and not to believe the enemy because even though I was experiencing what I was experiencing, you still have said that you released a new power and authority in my prayer life. You told me that in Israel. So no matter what darkness comes over me, no matter what depression I walk through, it does not negate that truth of what you spoke over me and that you will continue to release that and that even if I'm praying for something, my prayers don't seem to be answered, I still am walking in power and authority and you do hear my prayers just like Daniel prayed and you you said in the word that the moment he spoke I think it was even before he spoke you sent out the command that you heard the prayers and that is the truth of what happens in the invisible realm in the supernatural realm so I stand on that truth Lord God that although what I see in the natural may not seem to be an answer to my prayers it is not the truth at all and the power and authority is standing on your word and standing on what you have told me, Lord God, and standing on believing that to be true and not on what I see with my visible eyes because there's so much more happening in the invisible realm, which is what your authority fights for and tackles and tears down. And so I thank you, Lord God, that that you keep just teaching me and revealing these things to me, Lord God, I thank you so much that um, that I'm never ever alone and that you are just hanging on to me those times when I feel like I'm alone or I'm under the dark cloud that the truth is is that you've got your hand on me and I'm anchored to you I am anchored to you You will never let me go. You will never let that anchor separate me from you. And that's Romans 8, 38, 39, I think. That nothing can separate you from your love. Neither death nor life, neither angels or demons, neither principalities, neither the fears for today, nor the worries of tomorrow, nor the depression that I may be under. Nothing 
can separate me from your love that is revealed to me through Christ Jesus. So I thank you, Lord God, that you just hold me through the week. And I thank you that you have lifted the cloud over me, Lord God. I thank you for friendships and people who have prayed for me when I've reached out, and people who have met me and uh, been with me in my ugly, and they still love me. Dear, dear sister, friends, Lord God. Sweet Susanna, sweet, sweet friend that I took up her offer to meet, even though I didn't feel like meeting and even though I felt so empty and just letting somebody love me and be with me in the midst of that, Lord God, and teaching me to accept help from others, Lord God, humble myself, Lord God, I'm I love helping others, but it sure is hard to reach out. So I thank you, Lord. I thank you for friendships. I thank you for the people who prayed for me, Lord God. And I thank you for my wonderful counselor who will continue to help me plan um, for future storms that may come my way, Lord God, so that I can walk more fully in them uh, with the power and authority that you have given me, Lord Jesus. So I thank you, Abba Papa, for your endless love. I thank you, sweet, sweet Jesus, my beloved bridegroom. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for holding me and being with me and never letting me go. Thank you, God, thank you. Love you, God, love you.